And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Whoa, I just lost everybody. Oh, hold on. Whoa. Everybody's bouncing. Okay, we're good. I don't know. This, things are breaking all around me. So. Hang on. Did that work? I think it worked. Fantastic. Trippers, let me know if you can hear the music. So, when we last left our heroes, hiding out in Basil's museum, the party was introduced to an elven man named Pluck. Pluck explained that he was a part of an organization called the Band of Liars, and that they have been watching the group for some time now. The band was impressed by our heroes and offered them an audition to join them in their battle against aristocracy and those that govern the city of Dawnsgate. All that they were required to do is carry out a simple prank during a fancy party at a beauty parlor. Our heroes disguised themselves as waitstaff and devised a plan to spike the champagne with the polymorph potion, hoping to complete their prank prank on the high society elites in attendance. And while most of the plan worked, they encountered various challenges, including suspicion from some of the guests, and unpleasant encounters with some of the women attending the event. However, they managed to carry out their plan successfully. At one point, things were going so well that Tristan suddenly showed up. However, as the party went to the lower chambers to serve the champagne, things started to go awry. Now, the gathering was meant as a demonstration held by Elizabeth Lucrum, a dignitary, and a young woman named Kimberthy, who was sent by the Drellium Institute to show a breakthrough in anti-aging concoctions. However, the concoction was not as it seemed, and was revealed to be a strange ooze that quickly dispatched those in attendance from the living world. As the departed's bits... Mixed with the ooze, it grew and meld together into two sentient slimes of terror. While most of the party immediately jumped to action, Sicarius, on the other hand, wanted no part in saving a Lucrum family member, leaving his companions to take care of things. A ferocious battle commenced that saw the party victorious, able to save at least one of the attendees. But at a great cost, the life of one of their own, Grimoire. Quickly leaving the building, the party returned to the museum to inform Pluck of the evening's events and to prepare their companion for his final rites. And so, our story continues. I've been waiting to say that for so long. I know. I'm so sad and excited simultaneously. It's very <laughs> confusing inside of me right now. <laughs> sad sighted even. <laughs> yes. Sicarius. Sternly walking away from the front entrance of the beauty parlor, you pay no attention to the front guards as they wish you would do. In fact, you can barely hear them at, over all of the mental noise swimming around in your mind. Your head swims, going over the events again and again. You remember walking into a building with a sense of unease, once again back in the den of the Lucrums. The sights and the sounds begin to pull you back into your old life. You remember your early teens, having been to many of these types of parties, hanging out with the aristocrat children while their parents partook in their usual vices. 
In fact, the first time seeing one of the First Sword members was at a party not unlike this. You remember how much you wished to become a shimmering beacon of bravery and honor. You remember the endless training and sleepless nights. You remember being inducted into your first guild. You remember your first assignment to Thaddeus Lucrum. You remember Priscilla. Your heart warms to the thought, but the memory continues to play. You remember that night. You remember the gargling cry of pain from your love. You remember the feeling of betrayal as the guilds you trusted forced you down to your knees. You remember the stench of blood on Thaddeus' hand as he reached for your chin and the smirk on his face. You remember that sound of shattering glass, that horrible, horrible sound. Suddenly you're jerked back to reality as you crash into a shoulder of a nearby passer. You stumble for a moment as you hear what sound like a distant voice calls out, Watch out, you drunkard! You steady yourself for a moment, and your mind pulls you back in. The memories remain, but now the questions begin to stir. Why did you not just act? Why did you not wait? Why are you here? Why? Between flashes of memories, you see glimpses of the outside world. A crowd of people in a market square. The voices of stall merchants calling from, for final sales. The sweet sound of Priscilla singing from the washing room as you lay in bed. The bright and vibrant rich orange and reds of the sunset shimmering off the stall awnings. The crackling fire behind Thaddeus as he held Priscilla by the throat. The loud clanging of blacksmiths forging. The crinkling of guild armor as they held your arms back. The warmth of the summer day as Priscilla told you she loves you. Priscilla smiling at you. And Priscilla smiling at you. The world stops as memories and reality seem to begin to merge. Standing not 50 feet in front of you, you see the face of your lover smiling back at you. Long flowing jet black hair, the soft sun-kissed skin, adorned in a virgin white gown. Memories and questions alike disappear for that instant. You feel yourself choke on your own words. Your focus is broken for a moment as a small vendor cart passes in front of you. As you snap back to reality, you rush past the cart. A wide smile graces your face as your heart leaps with joy. But as the cart leaves your view, Priscilla is no longer there. Immediately, your head begins to swivel around, searching the sea of people, but Priscilla is nowhere to be found. Was it all in your mind? Are you being haunted by your lover's ghost? No, you reassure yourself, it was her. Continuing to search, you catch a glimpse of a white gown disappearing by, by a nearby alley. What would you like to do? Sicarius is going to immediately run to that alley. You make your way into the alley. Sure. Understood. You make your way into the alley, and as you turn the corner, you see the woman in white gown now standing close to the other side of the alleyway. 
There doesn't seem to be anyone else in the alley besides the two of you. She stands completely still with her back turned towards you. However, she begins to speak. It fills my heart with joy to see you again, my love. But there is a thought that bothers me. She turns around slowly, revealing a grim sight. The tanned skin now turned to a gray, the white gown now torn and tattered, and the dried blood around the neckline. As she faces you, the scene around you changes to a familiar and painful setting. The rain beats down in the middle of the night. You stand outside a large tower with shattered glass all around your feet. Priscilla still stands in front of you. A tear rolls down her eye. Why have you forgotten me? Sakari just falls to his knees in front of her. I, I never forgot you. I'm so sorry I could not save you. She rushes over towards you, dropping down to her knees as well, as she grabs your face in her hands. I'm happy to hear you've not forgotten me. But then perhaps you've forgotten your vow. My vow is to seek revenge, to make right what has been wrong to you. Her hands move away from your face as she glances down for a moment. You remember and yet take no action towards it. Do you no longer wish for vengeance against those that have wronged you, my love? It's all I think about. It consumes me. And yet, instead of seeking him out, you cower and hide. Settling for scraps within ruins or stowing away with misfits. Did you not resolve yourself to find your vengeance by any means necessary? I need to be stronger. There's, I can't do this alone. I've realized this. Every day I grow stronger. Every day I challenge myself to fight these people and make right what has gone wrong my love I have never forgotten what my promise was on that night and I will go to the ends of the earth to make sure that he will pay for what he has done I see your hands have not stayed but instead you focused on your new companions then perhaps you've discovered a greater evil than that which took your heart from you then. There is no greater evil than the Lucum family. You proclaim there's no... Go ahead, Rob. But these companions you speak of, they can help me in my cause. They each bring some type of abilities and that can help me get around going straight for because I don't know how to put it but they are a great asset 
In fact, one of them used to smuggle people. She may be the key to finding Ruby. I see. You proclaim... So I must help them in order to get everything that we have wished for. It is good you have surrounded yourself with people that can assist. And you proclaim that there's no greater evil, but just now you've allowed accomplices and allies to go on. Have you found peace to give them mercy? It has been difficult to move around the town, obviously, so I must choose my battles wisely. So if I found, if I feel that there's no repercussions, because I do not care what happens to me. But yes, my new companions, they do not deserve to go down the same path that I am willing to travel. It brings me joy to hear you speak these words, Sicarius. But still, I am troubled. While your words seem sweet, your actions seem stale. The bond to your oath grows weak, and so I fear, and I pray for you, my love, for I would not wish to see that oath break. My days of being weak and cowardice are over. I will not fail you again, my love. I hope for both our sake that you don't. She rises again from her knees. As she begins to walk backwards, the darkness now beginning to shroud her. And just as quickly as she appeared in front of you, she once again vanishes into the night air. The sound of the rain continues to trickle all around you. Your eyes begin to grow heavy, and you fall. You are awoken by a scratching sound close by. As you open your eyes, you find yourself face to face with a plump rodent digging into a pile of rotting produce, which you seem to be laying upon. As you glance around, the rodent runs off. You find yourself back in the alley. Darkness of night, only pierced by the moon shimmering above and the flickering of everlight posts at the entrance of the alleyway. What would you like to do? This is going to gather himself up clean, clean himself off look around is his disguise still up because I never actually did anything to take it off from when we left make a constitution saving throw for me okay 14 14 well you look down at yourself once again, you remember the words told to you by Pluck 
the concentration that must be held in order to keep the illusion up. While you still wear the ring, and it still has its use, you are now in the form of Sicarius after the mental anguish that you've just been through. Hmm. How long has it been? Uh, since what? Since I left the the Lucrum um, little party. Difficult to tell, but the sun has fully set at this point. All right. So at this point, Sakaris will just gather himself off, clean himself up, and even though he has the ring on, he's not going to be kind of thinking about that at this particular point in time. He's going to make his way back to the the museum and wait for the arrival of the others. Okay, very good. To the rest of the party. It's now been about three hours since returning back to the museum. After preparing Grimoire's body, you spent some time going over the events of the evening with Pluck. Not shortly after the discussion, Pluck advised you that he would be back in the morning, and that he would be happy to assist in the arrangements for Grimoire's final rites. He also mentioned that he would speak to the Council of the Band of Liars to get their input on what the next course of action should be. What is everybody doing this moment? We'll start with you, V. Uh, I guess, are we, um, finding a spot to bury Grimoire? Is that what's happening? I, I, based on the conversation had with Pluck, he had mentioned that he knows of a beautiful lakeside that he would be happy to take you all to. No reason to try and bury Grimoire in the harshness of the city. Hmm. Okay, so we still have some some time before we're going. Um, uh, v would like to find some lanterns, okay. if possible, and gather them to take them uh, down to the, the lake. Okay. It doesn't take you long. You find it off into a back room a number of lanterns. Most of them out of oil at this point. You see dust and cobwebs spread out all over them. However, you find about four of them. As you begin to clean them off, a few have a couple cracks in the glass. And a little worn for wear. But most likely usable. We will just uh, uh, be sort of like hyper-focusing herself into these lanterns probably a little overcompensating she's trying to avoid her feelings okay basil what are you doing um basil is um after having wrapped uh Grimoire and the like um and uh just kind of taking a moment he uh he's gonna see v you know going off into the back room and um, will give some space. Um, seeing Oksana, um, he makes his way to a private area, like kind of a solitary part of the museum. Um, 
Using a key, he opens up a uh, smaller office room. This would be his office, but he's never changed anything or touched anything since his father passed and left the museum in his care. It's covered in kind of like this thin layer of dust and filled with books on all, all sides and a portrait uh, of Basil's family um, just present on one of the sides of the walls. Basil's going to take a, a moment to just kind of sit in his father's chair. Um, he kind of just is doing what he does to compartmentalize, trying to bring fact into emotions, to numb, to to work through the pain he currently feels. Okay. He, yeah, just is there the whole time. Tristan, what are you doing? Um, Tristan would would have been preparing Grimor's body for uh, for ceremony later on, and after that, he would have found a, a place where uh, he would uh, try to reach out to his patron and uh, just let him know that he's sending one of his friends his way. And if we could uh, make sure he reaches his de destination in a, in a nice way, if we could help him out okay. on the voyage over there. You make your way to some of the back area of the museum, not a place that you typically go to. However, while back there, you do find a small staircase that seems to lead upwards. Instinctively, you continue up those steps. As you reach the top, a door creaks open for you, and you find yourself out on a night terrace on the museum's rooftop, finding a quiet place to sit. You sit and close your eyes for a moment, reaching out the best way that you know how. While you don't feel a change in any way, just as you open your eyes once again, you see a touch of a blue and purplish light that seems to weave through some of the stonework. It seems like your message has been received. Oksana, what are you doing? Oksana is... I know that I can't leave the museum, but she would get as close as she can to the outside. So I don't know if there's like a little enclosure or somewhere where she, where she can sit outside, maybe even by like a big window. Um, and she would have taken Grimoire's note with her and would have been holding on to that very tightly. She's just feeling very uprooted, uh, very alone. And I would imagine that she kind of is replaying all of her losses through her mind. So thinking about even like Maggie and Carlos, her, her bear family, uh, and just feeling like numb, cut off, confused. And I would imagine that if there's any, if there are any little critters she would try to feed them. Just okay. to connect with something. Sure. 
While there doesn't seem to be any critters within the common room that you share, there is a very large bay window that you're able to easily sit within. You continue remaining there, staring out the window. About an hour goes by. Before you begin to hear the sound of the front door opening, the sound of footsteps are heard, and a moment later, Sicarius appears in the doorway to the common room. He looks more disheveled as usual, and a strange look on his face. Sicarius, as you walk in, you only find Oksana as she stares blankly out of a window. As she turns back to look at you, you see the pain now within her eyes. And looking at the table, you see a small, wrapped body in linen whites. Sicarius just looks completely shocked right now. Please tell me it's not what I think it is. What happened? I will not speak of it. Go find someone else. I see. The and Basil, you is also... going to walk past her and not say anything because obviously he can tell that she's not in a chatty mood. Basil and V, you would have also heard the door open and the footsteps coming in. Basil would have um, gotten up to investigate and seeing that exchange or, you know, seeing Oksana and, and Sicarius, um, he would gesture to Sicarius to, you know, sort of come into the office where he'll unfold the story of what had happened. It breaks my heart to, see, to hear that. It was... It was unavoidable. Unexpected, and... There was no way for any of us to know what would have happened. Well, you know how I felt about staying back, but... Also, that is a conversation for another time yes yes indeed is there anything I can do to help honestly is this, I... is this close enough for V to hear any of this or no I would say the storage area where you were looking for your lanterns wasn't very far from where Basil's office was So yes, um, hearing, you probably would. Hearing Sicarius, uh, V would um, start walking towards the conversation. Okay. Leaving the lanterns in place for a moment after trying to clean them up a little bit, you eventually follow the voices, finding your way to Basil's office as you see Basil and Sicarius discussing inside. V will interrupt 
but sort of like as an aside, she's not even going to be looking at Sicarius. Um, and she's just going to say, where were you? Are you implying this is my fault? I don't know, Sicarius. You left. You know that I was not going to want to be there. All you had to do was walk away too. Now look at this. So do not blame me. Are you saying that we and Grimoire are responsible for his death? You know, he also wanted to help. You know, he rushed in. It was his choice. I understand. And it was my choice not to lift a finger to help the Lucum family. I'm talking about us, Sicarius. I what understand. about helping us? You know I did not want to be there. We did not have to make that fight. We all know that as soon as we draw our swords, that that could be the last time we do. I'm very heartbroken to hear this news. I do not regret my decisions to walk away from there. Sometimes I wonder if you even have a heart. And V will just excuse herself from the conversation and go you back to You have no idea mentions. what you're talking about, little one. I'll, little um... one! <laughs> little one! V will start <laughs> she's snaps she'll turn back around she will shove sicarius and say uh, how dare oh, you basil will, will will interject and sort of like try to get between the both of them friends cup this is not the place or the time for this look we're we're, we're all hurting okay we are all suffering and we are all weighing ourselves with the guilt of what had happened Sure, we might blame Sicarius for not being there. We may blame ourselves for having not had the foresight to turn away. Or maybe one of us leapt in. Reckless. Ill-conceived. But now's not the time to be pointing fingers. Grimoire wanted us to be together. Because we were friends. And I intend to continue to be so. To honor my friend. I think for the time being we should just... We should just get our... Selves... In order. And maybe deal with... What comes next. Another time. Fine. Sakaris, we're going to bury Grimoire near the lake. Pluck said he found a good location. Very well. Awkward silence moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We will, uh, we will just turn back around and go back to her lantern polishing. <laughs> And bury herself in her feelings again. <laughs> Sicarius, I 
And Basil has nothing to say. He says um, he just returns back to where um, his father's portrait is and uh, kind of just buries himself back into, like, his own thoughts. Kind of reading the room. Sakaris is going to be around, but he's obviously not going to be in the middle of anything at this time until they actually ask for his help. He'll just be kind of off to the side. Okay. Well, with that said, is there anything anyone else would like to do for the evening? Are we sleeping? Uh, are we spending the night here? We're burying him tomorrow? Yes. Before she goes to sleep, she'll just put her hand on his forehead very, very carefully to say goodnight. She'll go to sleep. Okay. Anything else from anyone? Okay. The following morning comes too soon and not soon enough. Not much conversation is had between all of you. Quickly eating what rations that you do have. It's not long before Pluck appears once again. He gathers you all in the common room. Well, friends, it's time. Oksana will... You take Grimoire? She won't say much, but uh, she'll, she'll meet the eyes of everybody as she sort of moves over to very, very, very gently pick him up and just hold him against her. Okay. Pluck takes out his flute once more and plays a very soft song. As he does, you see a circle suddenly begin to appear directly in the center of the floor. He stops playing and smiles to all of you. Before nodding toward it, he takes a step into the circle and vanishes. I'll follow. We will follow. She'll take the lanterns with yeah. her. Cars will follow. Okay. Basil, I assume Basil. you follow. Yeah, yeah. Basil will as well, and um, we'll be bringing uh, a couple of candles as well. Uh, enough for everyone. Okay. You all walk into the teleportation circle and feel the familiar tug of being pulled away by means of magic to a new place. You find yourself now surrounding a small interior of a gazebo. You see a well-kept raised wooden platform that guides the way. 
all around you, a beautiful, lush forest in a bright summer morning. As you walk along the wooden path behind Pluck, outside the forest you come across a crystal clear lake. The water lies perfectly still, and off in the distance you see a large cottage-like building. Pluck continues to move forward as he leads you down to the docks, where a small wooden boat sits just on top of the end of the dock. The boat seems to have been altered to have a small wooden platform in, directly in its center. Atop the platform you see a silk white cloth and all around different shaded flowers of pinks and whites. As you make your way down towards the boat, Pluck looks to you, Oksana, and motions his hand forward towards the platform. Oksana will nod back, and then she'll very, very carefully place Grimoire down on the platform and stroke his head as she sort of straightens back up. And she'll look up at Pluck and say, Thank you, my friend. This is beautiful place. He would have loved it. I'm glad to hear it. As you all gather around the small boat, Pluck clears his throat. Gathered companions and friends of Greenwall. Today we celebrate the passing of a mighty hero. Now some of you might question what exactly there is to celebrate. And to that I answer much. In my time on the mortal plane there is one thing that I am assured of. That magic and the impossible wage on all around us. That for every note, there's a following chord. And for every chord, there is a resolve. For every song sung, there's another awaiting patiently. Such is the circle of this life. When one journey ends, another always begins. And so I choose to celebrate that I was able to be a part of Grimoire's journey, if only for a short time. And I give best wishes and luck in the next, whomever he might be. Pluck kneels down to Grimoire. How you fit such a big heart in such a small frame was quite the trick. You'll have to show me that one when we meet again someday, I hope. Pluck stands again and moves back. Is there anything else anyone would like to say or share? Tristan will we'll move forward. Kneel next to Grimoire. He will get the two points in his hand. 
and you will start focusing on it and portion his own life essence in it. The, the coin will change color and turn gold. He would put the coin on his eyes and he'll say, farewell, my friend, for your next adventures. And he will step away. Basil will um, will walk forward. As he does, he um, he drops to uh, a knee and places a hand uh, on his chest. And he says, um, "You know, I um, you were one of the first friends I'd ever made in my life. People always found me weird and strange and." You were the first person to reach out and offer a tiny port hand to be my friend. I told you once that so long as we were here and together, you would never have to be afraid. And I promise you that wherever you are, that promise rings true. Don't be afraid. You will be alive in my memories and in my dreams. Farewell, my dear friend. Um, we will walk forward. Um, Grimo, I just keep thinking about how you told me that you never celebrated a birthday. And I promised you that after this was all over, I would throw you a party to show what it's like to be loved and what it feels like to be celebrated. And here we are instead at your funeral. Life can be so cruel sometimes. It feels odd to pick a day for you, so I will honor my promise to you to celebrate your birthday by just picking one day a year where no matter where I am, whether I'm on a ship or in the city, I'll light a, lan a lantern and tell your story to everyone who will listen. And we will light her lantern and uh she will play her music box and let it uh play out sicaris will go over he will kneel down reach out to grimoire you are the bravest one of us of all out of everybody here, you had the most to distrust in people, but you always saw the good. And I admire that greatly. You inspired me to open up and trust more, and I will forever be grateful for that. It's an honor to have called you friend. Goodbye. And he's gonna kneel down, put his head to his, and 
just whisper a little prayer to himself and then get up. Oksana will, um, I would imagine that she hasn't moved too far from the raft, but she'll kneel down and she's speaking to him. It's like everyone and everything else just disappears. And she'll say, Grimor, you know I am not so good with words, but for you, I will do my best. I will also try not to cry like baby anymore. This I cannot promise. I am not so good at learning, but from you, I have learned many things. First, there was time you taught me it is not so polite to greet people by sniffing them. This was practical and important advice. You also taught me counting. I thank you for this. Most importantly, you taught me that you don't have to be big and strong to be brave and that it is smallest of creatures who can be most powerful force. You showed me that most important muscle is not arms or legs, but big heart. From your heart, I have learned what it means to be true friend. And that's true friends are the bravest of all because fighting for friend means fighting for something other than yourself and there is no better cause Grimor, my small friend you fought for our friendship until the very end and you are bravest warrior I will ever know I'm sorry I could not protect you, but I leave you with three promises. Number one, I will continue to practice my numbers. Number three, I will look for your father in the Underdark. Number two, I will look after the orphanage. It is difficult for me to think of how I can live without you. You have been best part of my days and you have left me with a hole in my heart that is much bigger than you were. I am not sure if this will change, but for you, I will be strong and go on because I think you would want. And she'll stroke his head a little bit and just kind of look at him and miss him. And then she'll whisper, goodbye, my little man. I will love you and remember you forever. And she'll kiss him on the head and she'll stand up and she'll grab, I would imagine, like V or Hazel, whoever's closest, and just use them to steady herself for a bit. And then she'll look to pluck and nod. 
Buck turns towards all of you with a large smile on his face. A beautiful orchestra indeed. He once again pulls out his flute from his belt line. He closes his eyes and begins to play. As the music seems to weep from the flute, it once again begins to materialize, but this time as pink and white notes on a small staff line. The notes carefully float towards the small vessel, gently wrapping themselves around it. The music lifts the boat from the dock and cradles it down into the water. The music begins to nudge the boat forward as it starts its journey to the center of the lake. Not long from the docks, you feel the wind slightly pick up as it begins to blow the flower petals on the ship. Calm at first, but gradually builds up in pace. The petals begin to circle around the boat, and as they do, you see a the platform carrying your friend slowly turn to petals as well. Higher and higher into the sky do the petals fly, like a dancing garden slowly unraveling. You watch as they climb, disappearing into the sun rays. You all stand in silence at the end of the dock, watching until the boat is no longer, and all take a moment to remember your friend, Grimoire. As you all take a deep breath in, as you begin to stir again, Pluck addresses you all. I don't mean to diminish the moment in any way, but I was hoping to have your audience. There are a few things that need to be discussed. Of course, my friend. He begins to walk down the docks towards the wooden path. I've relayed all of the information you told me last night to the council. And based on your testimonials, as well as some other sources, we believe there's something more nefarious at work here than what appears on the surface. And somehow you've all caught yourselves in the thick of it. Excuse me the thick of it. But you have proven quite resourceful and are willing to work for the greater good. The council believes that the fate has drawn you here to this exact moment. We believe a grand mystery lies in front of us all. Without question, it will be dangerous. But it is your rightful choice to accept this quest, if you so choose. He stops at a crossroad on the path. And so we come to our choice. He motions back towards the gazebo. If you choose not to accept it, I will take you anywhere you wish to go. He motions towards the path that leads towards the cottage. 
if you choose to accept, like I said, we have much to discuss. This is a choice for each of you individually, but I'll leave it up to you on how you will decide. You are saying this is some kind of plot? Someone is responsible for this? Perhaps more than one. Oksana goes to... She forgets where she's supposed to go, but then realizes whichever one he said about the quest, she goes there. Okay. Oksana begins to walk towards the path to the left, I believe. <laughs> yes. To the cottage. <laughs> to the cottage, yes. To the cottage. <laughs> Uh, we will just, uh, she'll catch up with Oksana and uh, she'll say, I want you to know something. I, I know you lost someone that uh, was dear to you, but I'm here for you and we'll do this together. I know he would have wanted that. Oksana will sort of hold her by the shoulder and look her right in the eyes and nod. And she'll say, I thank you for this, my friend. I am here for you too. It is our loss together. And then she'll turn back and look towards the group. Basil will uh, will walk forward and uh, I um I know that Grimoire was a lot to us, and he would want more than anything to see these matters resolved and. You have me. You have my friendship and you have my aid anytime you need it. She'll nod and just start a group hug. <laughs> <laughs> she's smiling, like a genuine smile, a weak one, but she's smiling. Okay. Luck looks to the two remaining members. allow him in and start walking towards the cottage. Uh, Basil will swing around and sort of grab him and pull him in towards the hug. <laughs> like, kind of rolling, his, rolling his eyes like, oh, Mr. Big Man, come here. <laughs> he hands the other two for sharp objects. So we walk towards the, the cottage as well. Go on the other side of the group where Basil is not. <laughs> <laughs> and when he passes Oxen, I will give her a tap on the shoulder and keep on moving. Okay. Guys, I got a tap on the shoulder. Yeah, it's oh, character that's... growth right there. <laughs> that's, like, that's like eighth base for like freaking Tristan. <laughs> <laughs> Pluck watches as you all begin to turn and head down the wooden path towards the cottage. Well, time to get started, it seems. And he begins to follow behind you, moving out of the way of the group hug, not wanting to overstep his bounds. He moves past and begins to walk towards the cottage. 
As you walk the pathway, the large cottage perched on the hill overlooks the lake, comes into full view. It is a grand two-story building with high-peaked roofs made of some type of dark ceramic. The lower level is made of cobblestone and is partially nestled into the hillside. Second floor is built from what looks to be dark timber like a walnut or spruce. You can see decorative trim frames the windows and entrances, with a few wall scones posted on the walls for lighting. Puck, Puck looks back to all of you. Beautiful, isn't it? Almost unbelievable that it's not real. He once again turns back and continues to climb to the front entrance. Just before he reaches the double door, he quickly whips around with a large grin on his face and announces, Welcome to your new home. Spinning around quickly, he pushes the doors open. As the doors swing open wide, you're met with a wondrous sight. The lush interior is spacious and very well inviting. You're immediately met with a very large living area with what look to be comfortable chairs and plush rugs, a small fireplace directly in the middle, crackling loudly. The walls are covered in lovely tapestries and artwork, a few bookshelves. You see two doorways on opposite sides lead one to what seems to be a dining hall and the other towards a kitchen and a set of stairs on the back wall leading upstairs. Pluck faces you all again, leading you backwards into the abode. The council thought it best to upgrade your accommodations from the museum while you work. No offense, Basil, but it seemed both a bit cramped and drab. Here you'll have a bit more room and a place to really recharge after your latest performances. Kitchen to the right, dining hall to the left. Upstairs you'll find individual rooms for each of you. Dining hall? That's quite fancy. We spared no expense. Question. There's a kitchen. Who does the cooking? Is that going to be us? Or are you going to be here? Do you cook? <laughs> I'm not very good at cooking myself, so... Oh, well, the, he kind of stutters for a moment. Uh, the, the logistics of something like this, I, I mean, it's warrants further discussion, but uh, I mean, if anyone is, you know, particularly interested in cooking or supplying food in any way, by all means, go right ahead. No, not me. That's definitely not me. Yeah, well, uh, bods, am I right? <laughs> so right! <laughs> well, I, I don't brag, but I, um, I do know how to handle myself uh, a little bit around the kitchen. I'm sure I could prepare a few things with what we have. Fantastic. So it's settled. Basil will be our chef extraordinaire. Well done. 
I'm, I'm in home cooking. Oh, we uh, would not oh. want uh, to stop you in, in your true passion for the culinary arts. A true master knows his way around the kitchen, and I sense that from you, Basil. He looks over to V. Uh, Help me. Yes, Basil, I think, I, you know, me personally, I'm very excited for whatever you're about to cook up. Yes, we are all very excited and truly believe in you, Basil. All right, well, uh, I'm sure I can live up to those standards. Now, what does food taste like? Uh, (laughs) 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 And I'll go into the kitchen. Oh, before you go, Basil, just... A oh. few more things. Uh, I come back with an apron. <laughs> it does look good on you, I will say. Thank you. There is one more thing I would like to discuss with you all before we head off in our own directions. There's someone I'd like you to meet. They have, well, they may have intimate knowledge of the task at hand. Maybe. We thought he might be able to assist you in some capacity. Pluck walks to the bottom of the staircase and yells up. Our guests have arrived. Can you come down for introductions, please? Not long after, you see a figure begin to make their way down the stairs. And... If you would please introduce and describe your character. As soon as we come back from a short rest. With that said, we are going to take a, uh, a short rest. Yes, I did troll you all. Um, I'm sorry, but it, it was just too easy. I, I had to do it. I had to do it. But uh, we will be back in just a few short moments, not to worry about that. And uh, we'll be able to see who this figure is. Of course, we will go ahead and take a few questions on our break. Um, uh, but until we come back. Go ahead and grab your orange juices, your apple juices, your basil juices. No, 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 no. We don't do those. Why? Don't do that one. I don't know. You were into (laughs) cooking a second ago. I don't know. Maybe juicing is a thing. Either way, we will see you right back here in a few short moments. And trust me, this is one you're not going to want to miss, guys. We'll see you real soon. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Hold on. Are we going to get some flicker again all of a sudden? Nope. Nope. We're, oh, yeah, there it goes. There we're flickering again. I don't know why it keeps doing this all of a sudden. There we go. We're all back. Um, uh, Welcome back, everyone. So uh, for those of you who have stuck around, thank you so much. Um, And we are going to hop directly back into it after a few questions from chat. Uh, question number one, question for Oksana and V. Do you think it will be difficult for your characters to forgive Sicarius for not being there? <laughs> I guess we'll have to find out. Yeah, I think, I mean, V, I, I feel like she finds ways to see both sides of the story. I think she was just hoping for a little bit more remorse from Sicarius, so seeing him take part 
in the funeral was nice. Seeing him side with us was nice. I think she'll eventually come around, but we'll see if he says anything sassy. We'll, we'll just bring back Love Sicarius, and they'll love him, and then everything will be fine. Oh, God, no. <laughs> I will throw punch him immediately. Not wrong. Out of here. Not wrong. <laughs> um, what about you, Oksana? <laughs> I was gonna play it out. I don't want to give it away. Okay, fair um, enough. No, 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 no. By all means, by all means, we can we can absolutely play it out. Uh, question for me. Right Jesus. Question for me. If you had to live in one of the tomes of emotions for a week, which would you choose? Um, well, see, here's the thing, Mac, is that I already live in one of the tomes for my entire life. It's called joy. It's just a good time. But uh, that would definitely be the one that uh, if, I, if I had to choose one, it would definitely be joy. Uh... A uh, question for Bobby. Do you have a eulogy for Grimoire? We'll see. Yeah. Uh, bu 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 bu. Question for Basil. If you could have designed your own apron yourself, what would it look like? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, I gave some serious thought to this. Okay, first of all, it would be uh, bright pink with white uh, tassels. It would also have little tiny pictures of uh, sandwiches that are filled with like um, cream and like little bits of fruit and stuff like that. Like those big Japanese ones. Sandwiches with cream. Yeah. Have you not seen those little Japanese like fruit like, sandwiches? Like whipped cream? Yeah. Yeah. They do that. Uh, that's okay. That's weird. Weird, Basil. <laughs> uh Okay, ba, 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 ba. and it looks like uh, those are all of the questions that we have. Um, just a quick reminder to everyone, we are doing our giveaway from our new, new merch shop for this evening. Uh, if you don't already know, go use exclamation roll in chat right now. Uh, and just make sure that you're following, because you have to be following in order to win. Uh, with that said, I think we're just going to go ahead and dive directly back into tonight's episode. You all hear the creaks of the staircase as the individual makes their way down the stairs. And if you would go ahead and introduce and describe your character for us. Hey oh, hold on, hold on. Technical difficulties. Let me do this. Let me do this. This seemed to have worked last careful time. Careful, platinum. Yeah, careful, dude. dude buy, yeah, buy me some time. All right. Well, listen up, everybody, because I, I had to do the whole announcements in, in two minutes. This is your Okay, shut reminder. up. It's fixed. Okay. Bye, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> hey, guys. I'm here to tell you about careful, cantrip platinum. <laughs> so, hi. I'm Nate. Tonight, I'll be playing Scrump. The most adorable <laughs> goblin that you will ever meet. So I'm happy to be here. Dave, what would you like to know? If you could describe the character a little bit for us, Nate. Scrump stands about a solid three foot tall. Maybe three foot two on a good day. He's a tiny lad. He, uh, he's As you hear the creaks coming down the steps, you also hear like a 
weird jangling noise kind of going along with it. And as he comes into view, you see first the tip of a very large backpack and a couple bottles kind of fall out of the top of the backpack, smash on the ground and hear, oh, someone get those. And then and he kind of lunges forward and you see him kind of step and then catch himself on the backpack and then settle back down. And you immediately see that he's got blotchy skin, kind of uh, damaged ears going on with some piercings and things. But the most notable thing is that the backpack is essentially supporting his weight as he's suspended in the air and goes, uh, Scrump, uh, my lord, as Pluck reaches down and begins to pick up some of the, the vials and whatnot. And uh, as you find the, uh, the end of the stairway, he begins to repack as much of your backpack as possible. Uh, well, guys, this is Scrump. I'm Scrub. Hey, you guys. Not all guys. Well, it's uh, it's a pleasure to meet you, Scrump. Uh, I'm Basil. I'm... I go shake his hand. No, not not that one. It, it's there. Nope. Yeah. Okay, it's there we go. Fine. Yes. I think. If it starts burning, let me know. <laughs> I can wash my hands. Yeah, best. <laughs> wash your hands. Yeah. <laughs> I'm V. Very, very nice to meet you. Uh, nice meet you too. Uh, maybe not shake hands. No, I after Basil, I, <clears throat> I'll just he might wave. Die. I might oh die. God. What? Yeah, I didn't want to tell him, but he might die. Oh, really? But how, but how are you alive? If I don't, who knows? <laughs> kind of like looks at his hand. You see him kind of like go into. It. He's like licks it a little bit. He's like, "Now nah, he'd be fine." <laughs> <laughs> Oksana, well, are you still like suspended in the air? Yeah, he's, he's his feet are not touching the ground. Yeah. So and you're like stuck on the stairs. Uh, he's at the base. He's coming down the stairs all the way. Now he's okay. just a gentle landing. Yeah. Okay, so she'll she'll kind of like, hello, my small friend. My name is Oksana. It's a pleasure to meet you. Let me help you here. And she'll like pick him up and kind of straighten him out on the floor. Uh, uh, oh, thank you. Uh, sometimes it's hard to keep this thing upright. It's quite hard for you. What do you have in there? Uh, all kinds of things. Bird foot, frying pan, potion bottles, scrolls, more scrolls, larger potion bottles, smaller potion bottles, another bird foot, at least two or three rats, probably. <laughs> I if got more all... you want to hear. If you're in the house, why do you carry it around in the backpack with you instead of just putting uh, it down? let me have containers of my own here since last time. Best them what? Uh, we can move on. So, you guys are here to do stuff. That's cool. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I feel like, well, these are our two uh, broody members of the group. I don't I don't know. You want to introduce yourselves? Or should we just... <laughs> I don't know. It seems like we're kind of past that point. But, you know, my name is Sicarius. <laughs> Hello. I'm, I'm just worried about ba Basil. Is, is, is he dead? He's not coming back. Yeah. Oh, Hello. I'm, I'm, I'm kissing, not by the way. Dead. <laughs> you hear him <laughs> yell from the kitchen. <laughs> He's falling. Use okay. vigorous amounts of soap. Lots of soap. 
Is it supposed to be turning purple? Ah. You see Scrump pick out a scroll and he's like, purple, purple, purple. Yeah, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Pluck Pluck said that you might have some information for us uh, about the task at hand. I'm glad you specified. I didn't want to list off my list of backpack things again. Me yeah, I got... <laughs> I, I got some info. What do you need to know? Well, it's... I'm sure we'll be able to get to all of that shortly. Um, he kind of yeah, looks over... Right, right. Make him pay for it. I get it. No, Scrump, that's... No, that's... Yeah, you work them over. We get them in. We're like, you know, we got info. and I, you know, That's not what... Uh, uh. If you'll excuse us for a moment, and he kind of turns Scrump away from the group. Uh. Now, now, Scrump, we've been over this before. This is your fourth group. I don't know what exactly happened to the, the rest. The last group wasn't Scrump's fault. The last group was not Scrump's fault. I know it wasn't Scrump's fault, but... Maybe it was kind of a little bit. A little bit Scrum's fault. A little okay, bit Scrum's maybe. fault. Yeah, it's, uh, but uh, it's know, okay. Maybe it's quite all right. Dragon repellent with dragon bait. It happens. Sometimes, yeah, yes, of course, dragon repellent with. They taste the same. How was I? You're not supposed to uh, eat those things. Uh, Either way, listen, Scrump, I want you to. What's the best way to put this? Not make these people vanish? Change into another creature entirely? Explode into blueberry muffins? Or any of the other things that potentially could happen? This is a very important mission directly from the council. Directly from the future scrub with mission from the council? Well, we believe that you might have some information based on your involvement with the Lucrum family. Ah, Scrump doesn't like Lucrum family. They make Scrump purple. I know, I know, my friend. But these people are here to help you as much as you're here to help them. So, try, try your Try your best, buddy. Okay. Okay, and then... And then we work them over for gold, right? Uh, no, but... We'll... Okay, Scrump will do his best. Okay. Uh, you see him kind of, like, bound up, and you see a backpack, like, kind of lunge onto his shoulders, and he looks at them, and he goes, I have a very important mission. Uh, Scrump... Uh, he never gets important missions. You're my first group I've ever been with. This should be great. Okay. This is also my first group. Oh, you too. Yeah. You. you, you. Uh, good luck. And he just like pain and as he remembers like blueberry muffin explosions and like various other party members. <laughs> <laughs> God. So, what is this mission you speak of? Well, 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 well. Now, before we get to the specifics, why don't we head on into the dining hall? 
Um, at least, or we can sit here, up to you all. What, what, what feels more formal to you? Are we going with formal today, or should we go comfort? Hmm. Texana burps. Well, is there any dinner already, and we can do it around the dining room table. All right, then. <laughs> now, as he leads you into the dining hall... All of you sit around the table proper. You can see on the back wall another large, beautiful fireplace that's already lit with crackling fire behind. Now, I did mention that there were some more surprises, particular to this house. You see, this house is built entirely out of Magical construction. Structural spells are combined to put together what they call a magical blueprint. And performing the rituals with their components produce the building you see in front of you. In fact, even the landscape around you is produced through magical means. Which means this house is never fully complete. It can be built upon over and over. Perhaps I could provide a few suggestions of building spells to assist in the planning. Okay, out of game. The house that you now all reside in can be upgraded for a variety of different perks. These perks can be general to the overall party or a specific class. For example, a storehouse filled with luxurious furnishings that, when your home is decorated with, will give you temporary hit points after a long rest. Ooh. Or a summoning Sorry. chamber that will allow a warlock to learn two additional invocations beyond their current level cap. Those are the type of things that this house can do. Now, you might remember a number, number up on my screen that went right about here at some point weeks ago. Well, that number represented the amount of gold that can be used and only used to upgrade the house. I've made 35 rooms in preparation, thinking that there's no way you're going to be able to afford all of these rooms. But thanks to the insanely generous benefactors known as the Tripper Fam, I'm going to have to make some more rooms. Your coffer is at 250,000 gold pieces. Holy sh... Y'all are crazy. Y'all are crazy. So how this is all going to work, I will be sending a room, uh, a room upgrade menu, if you will, to all of the players. Each week, you can select a room to be magically constructed at the home for whatever the cost is. And now the intention is, was we're going to play test this for a little while. We're going to make some tweaks and rebalancing as it's needed. And then we're going to go ahead and make the list available to you guys out in our Discord. So you'll have that as well if you'd like to play around with it. Do you guys want that list now or do you want me to send it to you later? I've so many later, later probably. Yeah, okay, yeah, let's do yeah, let's yeah. do this first. We probably get too tied forever. up on it if we get it now. Let's let's yeah, go with the questions. If you've got questions, let me know. <clears throat> well, question number one actually came from Dag, uh, tele telepathic to 
telepathically. Um, is there an actual map of the rooms or just like a list of spaces? Uh, that is something that is probably going to be worked on in, uh, in one of our world building streams. So we'll probably start making out a list for that. Can Jess have a snack room? Can Jess have a snack room? We, I mean, that's usually what's called a kitchen or a dining room, but I mean, no, 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 no cooking, no cooking in there, no cooking, just snacks. no cooking, no cooking in where the place, all of the snacks are produced. Just snacks. Yeah. But basically I'm asking you for a pantry. <laughs> What'd you say, Nate? So we need the production Rowdy! room, the room, and then the eating what? room. Rowdy, what, what the hell is that? What? Oh my god. What the hell? Rowdy. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't. Hello there. You already spent all the money on the, on the rooms. That's very, very, very Rowdy. kind of you, sir. Thank you. Okay. Thank Time you out. Much. Can we make? Time can out. We make a statue for Rowdy in the middle of the. I mean, for people who are listening, like just audio only, we are in shock because uh, Rowdy just uh, tipped seven hundred and thirty-three dollars and seventy-five cents. <laughs> Freaking! I, where, I don't even does, have does... my bonk stick. Oh wait, I do. Ow! Thank oh, God. Oh no! Thank you <laughs> very, very much, Rowdy. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> uh. Just real quick, Rowdy does know that we're not like building the actual house, right? Like we're not. Actually <laughs> I mean, we are now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's we might you know what? Goal. Just for that, I'm going to physically build the house. How about that? That could at least fill Jesse's. No, head. I'm gonna. I am going to physically build the house, not an actual large house, but I will go ahead <laughs> just for you, Rowdy, and we'll stream it, or I'll do it on YouTube, or whatever the case is. And we'll take the time and actually build miniature version of the entire house. How about that? Like the Sims? Like the Sims, but, you know, That's in rad. real life. Very exciting. Minecraft. Wild. Very exciting. Yeah. Works Wild, for me. Rowdy. Thank you very, very much, wow, sir. Wow, 3D printer's about to get some work. Yeah, it sure as hell is. Um, uh, okay, what the hell are we doing again? Oh right! I don't right. know. I playing a game. I think we were trying to play D and D. We were. We were trying to play D and D. Yeah. <laughs> we were about to all die to the mishaps of a goblin. <laughs> yeah. Good to know. <laughs> Somebody said it in chat earlier. They said, "Good to see Dave brought in help for the TPK." Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite comment. Okay, let's let's get back into it, guys. As Pluck tells you all of the good news. Now, on to the business at hand. I've spoken to the council regarding the information that you've provided so far. And while it's probably easy to jump to the conclusion that the Dorelium Institute was the mastermind behind all of this, the band believes it's not as straightforward as one would think. As some of you may know, we have many members throughout Dawn's Gates, even in the homes of some of the most powerful people. And whispers have been on the wind of a rivalry between the five families. Oksana's nodding slowly, not following at all. <laughs> <laughs> not surprised. <laughs> 
<laughs> Pluck kind of looks at you with a, a little bit of a confused look. Mm-hmm. She makes eyebrows back at you. He makes eyebrows mm -hmm. at you. She looks around. <laughs> She's just trying to act like she knows what's going on. She has no clue. Right. Well, as I said, we believe there is a bit of a rivalry that's happening between the five families. They all seem to have their sights on a prize not seen since the times of the god Incursion. As he says this, he reaches down towards a mug of ale that seems to be sitting on the counter. Sorry, my throat is a little parched. Cheers to all of you. Cheers. Cheers. Ah, well. Oh no, I drank the wrong one. <laughs> In the wrong one. What's happening? Yeah, fine, I'm sure. What's happening to Scrump right now? <laughs> you just kind of see like his toenails start to just grow and then fall off and then grow and then fall off and then grow and then fall off and there's the pile slowly building. Ew. <laughs> Pluck immediately rushes over to the backpack as he starts pulling a few things out. No, not that one. Not that. That's not that. It, it, I think it's in the top. It, I, there's many tops here, Scrump. Oh, like the top of the other pouch, the side pouch to the left. The my left or your left? Uh, Scrump's left. Okay. No, it's, wait. Other. Other. Okay. And he reaches and finds a small <laughs> vial of ointment and hands it to you. It just you. You really should be labeling these things. Labels are for uncool people. Scrubs cool people. And you just see him take the ointment and just put it on his toes. And he's like, ah, this is the thing. It's just kind of everything. Everything's back to normal. He just sweeps the pile underneath the nearest table. Well, then. <laughs> Scrump kind of, or, <laughs> kind of shakes his head for a moment. As I was saying. The prize, to the best that we know it, is a new form of magic lost to the ages, only to be discovered again. The ability to control time itself. Oh, no! Why are you doing this, Dave? We said... Eli. <laughs> Eli is turning in his little halfling grave, Dave. We said God. no time magic and no birds. Let him finish. Let him finish. Let him finish. Okay. <laughs> Y'all are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Legend has it that long ago, in a faraway land, a powerful, albeit misguided wizard learned to harness chronoturgy. He looked to rewind time and rebuild all of Bastia in his image. And he would have accomplished it too, if not for a harrowing group of adventurers, known as the Wards of Defiance. Right. Not only were they able to thwart his ritual, but save time as we know it from utter destruction. And with the death of the wizard, so died the secrets of time magic. So the legend, so the legend goes. 
But there was one other, it said, to know some of its secrets. She was known as the Light Bearer, and was once the wizard's apprentice. She and she alone was the vault of this ancient arcana, until one fateful and innocent mistake. While out to get some iced cream one evening, she became quite <laughs> excited about a new flavor known as Chocolate Rainbow Hot Fudge Caramel Spiles and left her spellbook on the table. A thief took the opportunity to tear a page from her spellbook and disappeared into the cool night air. And while the light bearer could be a bit careless sometimes, she was not unwise. But when the thief looked at the page, it had been transposed into a strange language that consisted of pictures of hearts and stars, and I believe a picture of a unicorn flying around a giant nose. But still, the knowledge was once again released. Many have spent their entire lives trying to decipher what's known as the Paradox Page, but only glimpses of successful time magic have occurred. The wisest of sages have suggested that the spell is a form of regenerative magic, particular to chronoturgy. Now, it's no surprise that those in the most knowest of knows have heard the same tale as I. And it is also no far-fetched idea to think that even a sliver of chronoturgy in the hands of some of the most powerful people in the world would not... would not but help them push their agendas and influence. The king does grow older without a successor. Perhaps a bit of time magic would decide who is crowned next. That kind of power, Scrump could do anything. He, he could go back and he could stop from drinking the potion he just drank, and then get some of that ice cream. That yes, that that is definitely one of the things that Scrump could He'd be potentially so do. Strong. But I think it's important, Scrump, that we we don't necessarily want to use the magics without knowing what they do first. We've talked about this. Right, with the potions, same with thing with the magic. potions. Okay. Right. Right. Uh, okay. At least this is what our best guess towards this is so far. Uh, you've all been on the front lines yourselves. What do you think? So, I have a few questions. First question So, you want us to get this? page or you're saying that the other people are are looking for it we believe that it's causing strife between the families we believe that with the king growing on in years there could be a power struggle eminent without any proper successor that seems to be what it's leaning towards anyway. And we believe that the Paradox page might play a role in all of this. 
forgive my non-timey-wimey mind, but how would a, how would time magic affect the higher-ups picking a successor? Why can't they just pick a successor? Isn't that what they do, annoyingly so? Someone is born and they are crowned and they just inherit the throne due to blood rights. Well, that's exactly what I just said, B. But there is no I... blood successor to the throne. Which would mean... I, I think... By all means, Basil. I, I, I think what he's implying is that if there is a way to harness the power of time, one of these families could very easily send a... Um, suitable partner to go back in time receive the king's blessing um and then simply return to a time in which there is now a full-grown heir as part of your house to the crown and that would immediately um pass cessation to that house which would then become the royal family there are a number of different ways that could be utilized in such a way and that kind of power i mean that's just the tip of the iceberg yes Think about it. If you were the only family to can be the only ones who can control chronoturgy, the possibilities would be oh, endless. I don't think anyone should have that power. I don't disagree. Limited ice cream. What's <laughs> that? <laughs> <laughs> I am confused. <laughs> so, but you seem to be fully understanding based on your eyebrow movement earlier. I understood until we got to the ice cream, and then I stopped listening. Okay, so there was there is a power struggle between families. They are trying to find some kind of spell. Is on this paper? Yes. Can they use this spell? They're trying to decipher what the spell does. Again, the wisest of sages that have looked at this believe it's some sort of regenerative spell. Not necessarily a time displacement, as Basil had said. But until someone is able to fully transcribe it, it's difficult to know exactly what the extent of these magics can do. Well, I think this makes sense because remember when we were watching them, uh, <laughs> we were watching them. What? the rest, the sentence is weird. The sentence is weird. You'll hear it. When we were watching them in the bathtubs and they were, <laughs> what the? they were using lotions to try to look younger. It seems that they are definitely trying to do this type of thing. It That's terrifies me right. that Oksana seems to understand this the most out of all of us. <laughs> you guys make it weird to say it's weird watching people in bathtubs. You're the weird ones for thinking it's weird. Please don't ever watch me in the bathtub, thank you. <laughs> I would like to take this moment to, um, to announce my concerns about our new goblin companion. Um, I'm not going to do anything about them, but I just would like to have it noted of my concerns. Right. That's fair. Well, Basil, I mean, he's, he's he's right here. It's 
Hi, nice to meet you. And you see Scrumpy just hand up a shaker hand, Basil, and he goes, uh, the other one. Uh, Basil does not shake your hand, but Basil does, um, sort of hold up a purple hand. <laughs> oh, you've already met Scrump, I see. <laughs> uh, <laughs> won't soon forget meeting Scrump. I, I recognize you now, guy with purple hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I share your concerns, Basil. Deep breaths. Yes. Okay, hold I... on, hold on. Hold on, guys. I am thinking. What if? How long shall we held? What if we try to find? You said this page is hard to understand. Yes, very difficult. Very. What if we try to find a person who the families, when they find the page, they will take it to this person because they are the most likely to understand. And then we intercept it and kill them. Intercept it. (laughs) (laughs) I tried. Intercept. It is long and complicated word. Yes, it is. You're right. So that's a, where that's is a the spell idea. now? Where is the spell now? Really, we don't know where the original page lies. Word has it that it's been transcribed and copied a, a number of times over. Uh-oh. Meaning that they could all okay. have access to the strange language written on this page. Do well, we have access to the page? More sense. If we get a copy and we are able to find somebody to translate, even if it's not the original, will it still have the same effects? Your guess is as good as mine, Sicarius. Hmm. And so can I we would get just... a copy of the page? Unfortunately, the band does not have the resources to have this particular page. We believe that some of the families might, but a closely guarded secret if they do. However, this also addresses Basil's concern. Scrump, would you be willing to tell our new friends what transpired when you were the apprentice of the apprentice of the Lucrum family? Oh, you used to Scrub work for the Lucrum family? Yeah, Scrump got along great with the Lucrums. See, back home, Scrump's actually a very <laughs> famous royalty man. You see him kind of like look down and wipe a stain away from his shirt. He's like, yep. And then I got sent away to go study with the Lucrums. Uh, they were pretty cool, except they kept uh, seeing like, oh, Scrump, we want to make ourselves more pretty. Scrump's like, hey, yeah, good for you. I believe in you. And then they made Scrump taste to test all the products. Uh, he would hit me with powders and sometimes with different sorts of glitter. Uh, anyway, that's how Scrump got this and, and this. And he starts pointing out blotches and scars on his face of all the different marks that they've, like, like essentially repeatedly put him into guinea pig testing. Um, to test all these different beauty products, lipsticks, makeups, things like that. They've kind of put on over him over the years. Um, and then he, like, after kind of pointing out the scars, he's like, and then he stepped up and he 
he was mixing a batch and scrub might have got the doses wrong. Anyway, the backseat was mentioned went boom. And then Scrump decided to take all the stuff and get out of there because they thought he would just get blamed. Eh, you're not going to blame Scrump for blowing him up, are you? Who did you uh, blow up? Us? No, uh, not yet. Uh, Scrump. Uh, what? The no. man that was in charge of Scrump back home with the Lucrums. He was one of the Lucrums. Uh, he got blown up. Uh, so, Sicarius is no longer like scowling at him. It's like, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> 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 so, did, did all the scrolls you have in your backpack, you stole them from the, the Lucrum family? Well, he wasn't going to use them anymore. You know? Have you looked at all of them? There's a lot of scrolls in there. Scrump, he can read, but not that fast. Any chance you have a copy of the spread in your backpack? <laughs> in my backpack? Yeah, maybe. You just see Scrump, like, kind of well, like... be a good time to empty it up to take a look. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, but don't take my birds. And you just see him like, what birds? Go ahead and look <laughs> forward. But he doesn't take the backpack off. He just kind of lets himself fall forward, and the top opens up, and everything just kind of spills out of it. You guys see like a bunch of bottles, broken glass, two or three dead animals of small types. Uh, it's it's a mess. Everything just falls horrible. Now, Scrump, what have I said before about dead cats on the dining room table? Oh. They weren't on the table until you made them go on the table. <sighs> well, Sicarius, by all means. Oh, sorry, Tristan, by all means. Pick away at your leisure. I will assist Tristan in going through the stuff looking for. I just pick up the scrolls and leave everything else. Okay. Moving the stuff aside, looking for that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Tristan, go ahead and make an investigation check for me with advantage. Okay, investigation. What is this? Uh, 13. 13. You go through many of the scrolls, and uh, while... Many of them are stained and rotted with God knows what. <laughs> Most of them are written either in common, some are in sylvan, some in dwarven, but none with strange pictures like Pluck had dis uh, described to you. All right. Just wanted to make you sure. You see a couple strange pictures of like a house and a little sun and scrump in the front yard with a tree. As, as long as you don't have pictures of people who messed up, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess you can put this stuff away now. <laughs> well, if you don't have one on your in your backpack, maybe you will know where they keep their valuable items and how to get in. As you like, you say that he's like has the backpacks kind of stood up on the floor and he's just pushing everything back into it 
and he looks up at Osaki and goes, I'm going to get yes, brother. He's there. Close that for me. <clears throat> looks up at you and close the latch. <laughs> She's completely unfazed by all of his chaos. So she'll just like very calmly help him close the latch and then give it a little pat. Okay, cool. As he's throwing the backpack on, he's like, it'd be crazy for Scrub to take all of this in one trip. And he goes, ugh, and lifts it all his back. He goes, I had to go back two or three times for all this stuff. Hmm. Oh. Uh, well. I could show you a way in. Excellent. What do you guys think? It is probably best shot. All right, so let me just try to understand what's happening here. We are going to break into the Lucrum house and go rifling around to try and find a single piece of parchment mm -hmm. somehow. Yes. The tone in your voice, I have the same concerns as you, Basil. I think we're on the same page here. <laughs> I think we are. <laughs> that is an excellent idea. But but you know yes. what? I've learned my lesson from trying to come up with plans, so you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> you know, let's... Let's go break into this house and see what we can find. I mean, at, I mean the worst thing that can happen is we could be wanted fugitives with our posters <laughs> flying in the sky. I mean, we already are. That's old news. Yes. It will just be. We will have to change the sky. <laughs> we have rings. You see, like a, a wave of recognition come over Scrub's face, and he goes, "I thought I knew you guys from somewhere. <laughs> That's cool. You're famous. <laughs> uh, yes, we are." <laughs> Well, uh, Basil does bring up a, a relatively good point. Now, sneaking into a party that was accepting individuals, <clears throat> sneaking into a Lucrum estate, per se, the Lucrum estate, may not be as easy. No, I would definitely agree with that, and I don't even know half the stuff you're talking about so uh, uh, is this um, can we do anything else without sneaking into the lucramus estate is that our only option here well, there's many options that you can take at this point there is a few leads that we might have in regards to the strange ooze that you described itself there is additional research you could look into for the various families. See if there's, if it is, in fact, the Lucrum family that is the one who is behind all of this. Or it could be any of the others. Hmm. A good place to start, at least. Hmm. Especially given that they were already, at least to some degree, testing the ooze stuff in their event. But it never worked. It was always plot. Mm. So who knows how close they were. I do not wish to go back to that place. That's understandable. What if we try to, as I said, how many people are there that could understand this scroll? Is there some kind of... I don't know, leading scholar or something. The hmm. There may be someone inside of the Drellium Institute, one of their 
scribes, chief scribes, who might know how to decipher something like this. I'm not sure why the families wouldn't have looked towards that already, but I do know that all of the families have their hands in some way with the Dorellium Institute. By the... What is hmm? the name of this scribe? Oh, the, the one I'm thinking of is correct. It would be Dorsius. Dorsius Falmont. He would most likely be the individual you'd want to speak with, as he is an expert in languages as well as scribing. But without the pa- without the actual paper, yes. what is he going to do? Yes, but maybe yeah. he has he has copy. Maybe they took it to him. He has copy, or who, he knows who has one. Oksana does Maybe. make a good point. The alternative would to be to continue your trail down the ooze road, if you will. See if that leads to any additional information. If this concoction that you described to me is any indication of the regenerative spell, its maker may be in the know. How would we go about, uh, besides returning to where we last were and, I don't know, taking samples of whatever is left of those bathtubs, what what would we follow up on with the ooze? Because we, we thought, how, I don't know where we would go to find more information on them. And that's why you have someone like me. Based on the rumors that we've heard in and around the city, there is other instances of this ooze causing issues. It seems that it's almost as if it's searching for something. There have been strange screams coming from uh, the irrigation or sewer system below Dog's Breath. A few of the city workers have described strange creatures down in the tunnels. Is this like that one creature we fought in that bar? We fought a creature in a bar. It was made of ooze, and it slunk back into sewers, remember? Guys. Yes, it wasn't necessarily the sewer, but definitely through the floor into somewhere. But yes, it was sort of like oozy and boozy at the same time. I see. Well, I I think that we have uh, a few different things to go on. Um, If we're at the Derillium Institute, do you think we'd be able to find someone who maybe an expert in morphology and oozes and the like. Perhaps, yes. Might be two birds with one stone if we were to go and um, uh, and find um, 
Mr. Falmont, and maybe see if there is someone who has some expertise on oozes. Um, do, does Basil know if he's got... Oh, sorry. I was just saying we can go in disguise. Uh, I was going to say, does Basil have any, like, sort of family relations, any, like, people he can trust in the Institute? No. No, not... Uh... You, you, and your, uh, you and your family have a relatively large distaste for the Duralium Institute. More so that when any magical item comes to your museum, it seems to be pulled directly into the Duralium Institute. Not the oh, best of relations. Scum. It needs to be put in a museum. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, Pluck, sorry. Uh, so you're saying you have a you have a contact that we can speak to about? The, no, we need to go under the sewers and just look for oozes. Well, from what I'm hearing at this point, there's really two options to take. Happy to discuss a third if you know of one. One would be try to infiltrate the Drellium Institute, find the correct individual that you're looking for, and do a bit of interrogation, per se. Alternatively, it would be to potentially go into the sewers and see if you can find some information directly at its source. I'm all about directly from the source. Especially that well, infiltration is not your strong suit. Yes, we tend to not do well at that. Plus, in the sewers, we wouldn't need to keep up a facade. Well, yeah, Scrum, did you ever work on really this? Are. Did you ever work on this potion? This, I don't know, liquid ooze that they have? You are, you are an apprentice, right? Isn't that the person... That Kimberly person? Kinds of oozes. I don't know if it's this one. What does yours do? It's supposed it to make, make you pretty, young. It makes you young. Uh, I feel like maybe I, it all blends together. Well, what it well, currently do does is turn into a giant monster that like tears people apart. Big red, blood red thing. Oh, I haven't seen that. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well now we know okay well it is up to you guys whatever you would like to do sewer, infiltration scrump yeah are you familiar with the sewer system oh scrump loves the sewers like you said you can really just be who you truly are in the sewers no need for any sort of disguises or scrub to, you know, put on deodorant. Uh, yeah. Is it just the deodorant that you... Oh, I, I forego a lot of things. Brushing my teeth, you know? Yeah. Just hygiene, hygiene things. Who needs it, you know? Well, some people, yes. <laughs> Basil. 
You know, it's been so long since I've remembered Basil's a germaphobe. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the one time he shakes someone's hand. The one time. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe if this is what the group decides to go in the sewers, maybe you could show us around and help us not get lost down there. I I understand it could be complex down there. It's not so bad once you know your way around, but he kind of looks up at Oksana and he's hey, you sure you guys can fit? He's a good boy. How big is he down there? Some parts are big, some parts are small. <laughs> it really depends. She'll just kind of like, I'll she'll shrug and she'll. <laughs> Go ahead. I was going to say, take your hands and I'll tell you when to stop. Just keep going. She'll <laughs> <laughs> say, it's this game, my new friend. I am used to sleep like small creatures. And she'll kind of like smile a little bit to herself. You're friends with Scrump? And he kind of like leaps like out of his backpack and starts to like run around a little bit, just kind of jittery. And he looks at Puck and he goes, you hear that? Scrump is friend, Puck. You've done quite well for yourself today, Scrump. I'm very proud of you. <sighs> When do I take their gold? No. Oh. Scrum. <laughs> maybe, maybe just wait on that a little bit more. Okay, okay, I'll wait. Okay. Or go that way, he mutters to himself, and he comes turns back to the party. He's like, okay, friends, Scrum, show you sewers. All right. I take off my apron. <laughs> let's go uh let's go wade into some excrement and I'm going, are we going now we're going now are we going now we're not going now this is the start of the day so i mean you are at the start of the oh, day yeah we've had okay i just wanted to make sure that i had had a long rest oh, and i remember yes. now that i did so i'm good yeah we were all on the brink of death so yeah one thing one thing this is our home now yes pluck yes <laughs> Mm. Can I um can I look around? I want to see if there's like, do they have picture frames, or is it like more of a portrait tapestry type situation? Uh, mostly portraits as well as some tapestries. They there okay. are some framed artwork hung from the walls in the living room. Um, I'm gonna look at I'm gonna look around to see one, because this is their main common area, right? This is like where everyone would probably hang out. Right now, you guys are sitting in the dining hall. However, there is a, okay. a, a large common room as soon as you walk into the home. So, Joxana will go back to that room and find a frame that's sort of like the right size to put Grimoire's note in. And then she's going to like tear off the back and then whatever artwork is in there, doesn't care if it's valuable, whatever, just like immediately tears it out. And then she'll very, very carefully unfold his note and put it in the frame and put it on top of like a mantelpiece somewhere. Very nice. Very nice. Much um, better. Yes, that's lovely, Oksana. 
Uh, I did actually forget that this was our house as well now. Um, does Puck give us keys to the house? Well, that's actually the best part. The only one who can actually get to the house is you all. We've encoded within your rings um, a type of compass, if you will, that will allow you to make your way back here whenever you wish. You do remember the gazebo that we first arrived in. That is a built-in teleportation circle. All you need to do is roughly think of where you'd like to go within the city, and it will find a new place for you to pop out from. You can always make your way back to this teleportation circle just by thinking about it. A portal will open up that will allow you directly back here. However, the trip to the city is always one way. You will never reappear in the exact same spot as you would come from before. I am confused. <laughs> well, well, what he's saying is if we leave the city and come here, when we return to the city, we won't be in the same place that we had left, which could be quite advantageous. My only concern is, is, is it, like, completely at random? Like, may we accidentally, I don't know, wind up in the cell of a jail randomly, or...? We've tuned, fine-tuned it so that you will appear from a street. At no point okay. in time will you be inside of a place directly. And roughly we've narrowed it down to about a two-block radius. Oh, oh, wonderful. I feel like this is where Scrump would kind of pipe up completely almost out of character and he kind of goes on. He's like, yeah, the hyperways are turned so they don't go outside and outside frequency. They don't really work if you're in a small room. See, you need an actual three by three space with actual airflow to bring anyone in to the, the teleportation pad. Or something. Uh. <laughs> that was terrifyingly accurate, Scrump. <laughs> I pay attention. Right. <laughs> well, um, if that's everything, I think there's only one thing left to do before we set out, and that is, um, I'm going to go claim my room, and I'm going to run. All right, Basil takes off room. running upstairs the room. <laughs> what the fuck? Why? I'm going to take the biggest room with an ensuite. It's mine. <laughs> As you, right, as you, he knows we can just make him bigger if we want, right? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. This is mine. Alright, you do find a room relatively close, just off from the staircase to the left. Uh, you do find a very large room with a, not necessarily an ensuite, but a room dedicated to washing, if you will. A small basin, as well as a uh, uh, what looks to be a, a magical f fountain or stream, which kind of runs directly into a small basin. I love it. Are we all are we all picking our rooms now? I, I suppose we should all go get a room. Scramp, are you down here? I already have my room. And you kind of look over and there's just like a blanket in a corner. 
Um, why don't you? Is that what you prefer to sleep, or would you prefer a room with a Scrub's door? Scrub's a free man. He goes where he pleases. He just grabs um, the blanket. Yeah, I lay over there. Sometimes I lay over there. <laughs> All right. As long as that's your choice, he's best going to see. the house. And then so the house comes the with its own pet. <laughs> You're just going to find Scrump crawled mm. up at the end of your bed. Yes, I've... <laughs> I've already talked to Scrump. (laughs) I've already talked to Scrump about this. He is aware that he can have his own room at any point in time. It's what he prefers, though. I'm a nomadic goblin. Inside the house. (laughs) 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 All right, V will go get her. Get get a room. Okay. Not picky. Well, why don't we do this quickly? Um, as you all kind of break off going and finding your own rooms. We'll start with Basil and go around. What what generally does your bedroom look like? Uh, Basil's bedroom is um, very akin to a study. He's got a large... Uh, bed just kind of separated from like a smaller kind of sitting area by what looks to be this um, brilliant kind of flowing blue and gold curtain. Um, the actual, it, there's a big writing desk there with um, like several uh, inkwells and things, uh, shelves of books above it and behind him as well. Uh, including on the floor is a, um, a large kind of circular tapestry of a, um, the constellations of the sky. And uh, the ensuite bathroom to the side is uh, just kind of attached to that um, uh, to the bathroom, uh, as you had previously described. The um, the wardrobe is quite a, uh, a a great upstanding wardrobe with mirrors on the uh, on the front side of it, so that he can see himself as he dresses. And um, I, I believe that is everything. Okay. There's also a. Uh, a um a, a little like kind of you know those little book stands you see at like hotels sure um but it's got a very heavy duty arcane lock on it okay very nice V what does and your a, room look like and a small and a small sign saying Sicarius no <laughs> <laughs> what did I do now <laughs> V what does your room look like uh V so I can have anything in it that I want. Is that what's happening right now? Do we now? have enough time? Within reason, it is a bedroom. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll be fair. Uh, so the bedroom is uh, uh, like wooden floors and wooden um, walls. Uh, it's sort of, uh, the aesthetic is very similar to like what you would imagine the stereotypical like captain's room on a boat is. Um, it's sort of like... Uh, dimly lit but there's like um wall lanterns lighting up the space so it's like a warm warm dark aesthetic i guess uh and uh she also has uh just like a rack of um special swords uh rapiers in particular uh hanging on the wall plus like a what are they called like a fencing mannequin you know what I mean by that? Mm-hmm. Whatever. Fencing mannequin. Uh, a fe- that she a fencing, with. So, so it's not necessarily a, a large enough room for practicing combat in. So okay. we can say that you have decorative rapiers on the wall. 
but decorative rapiers. Okay. Um, and then right in the corner, she has a stand, and on it, there's sort of like lights pointing towards it, and mm-hmm. there is a triangle, um, sitting right there uh, on a satin pillow. Scrub, do you want do you want to have a room, or do you are you happy with just laying on the I, ground? I feel like there would be like a. Uh, not on so much a room as a closet that you guys would see, and there would just be a, like a, and a secondary backpack and some empty potion bottles. And stuff okay, like that. Scrump has a linen yeah, closet. Pretty... Fantastic. Yeah, essentially, yeah, that's how he likes it. Okay, uh, Tristan, what does your room look like? Um, actually, Tristan never sleeps, so Tristan will take his quarter in the library, and that's where we spend every single night. Uh, we have we don't have a library just yet. Tristan's room is a library. Yeah. Well, do you yeah. So lots of oh, yeah. Tristan's room has bookshelves. Fantastic. With books. Okay, fair enough. Oxana, what does yours look like? Sorry. Gateway to other worlds. Okay. That's that's not a thing that I'm giving you. Oxana, what does your room look like? Oksana's room is, uh, it's going to be very minimalistic. It kind of looks like very cottagey vibes. Lots of different mixed types of woods. Uh, she has like, I would imagine like a little crate that she just throws her weapons in. No organization whatsoever. Uh, and I want something that's basically akin to like a small pantry. Just full of snacks. Like different types of things that she can eat. Like dried meats and stuff like that. But the biggest thing with Oksana's room, I would hope, would be a balcony, like outside, a big open space with like a hammock and places for her to sit and be in the sun and with like trees overhanging and very, very outdoorsy and woodsy. So you want trees on the balcony? No, like overhanging. Okay. Sort well, of. Because they're you're... like tall and old. Yeah, we'll, we'll see about that. You're asking for a lot, kid. <laughs> Uh, Sicarius, what does yours look like? Okay, just for... Hold on a second. Just for chats... Again, there's lots of upgrades they can do to this house. One of those rooms is a library, but they have to get it first. Just because people are yelling at me about a library. Anyway, Sicarius, what does your room look like? Sicarius, his room would be like more of like a cobblestone type room uh, with a canopy type uh, mattress and bed set. Um, in the corner, he's going to have a stand where he can set his armor and a shelf for his sword. Um, on the one side of the room, though, he's going to have a set, a set place for basically like trophies um, for that he collects during his adventures coming on. I'm not going to say exactly what type of trophies yet, um, but that'll be <laughs> there. Don't look at me like that. Um, and then for more of a, just a traditional uh, dresser for, you know, his linens and stuff like that. So very, not cold, but, you know, more cobblestones and lighting with candles and stuff like that. Okay. Fair enough. Um, okay. Well, now that you've all chosen your rooms respectively, you end up making your way back down to the living room where Puck is standing by, hands behind his back, eagerly awaiting. So, are we off then? Sorry for prioritizing that. <laughs> it is a new home. Yes. <laughs> I'm eating the snacks from my room. Yes, let's go. How did you get a smokehouse up the... Don't answer that question right now. <laughs> Shall we be off then? 
Is there anything, Scrump, is there anything that we should make sure to take with us that we would need for the sewers? Like extra large boots or something? You're doing it. Keep going. What? (laughs) (laughs) You got the first one right. Extra large boots. Okay. Okay. Yes. And a sense of adventure. That's all you need. Let's go. Wow, that's so spirited. All right. Hand sanitizer, too. Bring hand sanitizer. (laughs) All right. You all make your way outside of the large cottage um, and make your way back down the wooden path towards the gazebo. You all stop at the gazebo for a moment. All right. Well, this is the next leg of your journey. Are you all ready? Out of game, I feel like we're at that moment in a video yeah. game where it's like, are you sure you want to go? Yeah. Are you ready? Right we won't be back no. for a we long time. This area. Yeah. 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 We still have a bunch of side quests. Quick, I want to change my appearance. (laughs) (laughs) I'm ready. I am ready. Let's do this. Well, I will be here waiting for you whenever you need me to. I had petitioned the council to continue to be your law teller or law keeper, as it said. I will be with you for the rest of your journey. If there's anything I can do to assist, just let me know. Yes, if you could get me one of those fancy flutes once I get better at this one. Have you been working on yours? Yes, would you like to hear? Oh my god. No, 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 no. We can we can I do that a... at another time. Fantastic. Viden. <laughs> <laughs> Please do not encourage it. At least Scrub appreciates. Thank you. Thank you. Finally, I don't yeah, know you why. You should do the... all that like play it all the time. All the time. <laughs> no, I know something's wrong with him. well in that case and once again Pluck reaches down towards his belt line pulling the flute from it as he holds the mouthpiece to his lips he begins to play once more And as he does, you see the ruins now begin to glow over top of the circled gazebo. Each one flashing in time. Before an entire circle of light now makes its way around the inner perimeter of the gazebo. Well, friends, I wish you all the very best of luck. I hope you find exactly what you are looking for. Thank you. Yeah, before she goes, Oksana will thank him for the service and everything like that. 
Very good. You're very welcome. I'll be back later, Puck. Make sure you don't move the thing in my room that has the smoke coming from it. What, what do you mean, I don't the know smoke? What you, did. you don't see it. It's pretty hard to miss. It's not going to burn down the house again. again. Okay, bye, Puck. Uh, <laughs> as Scrump makes his way into the teleportation circle. Yeah. And he's a guide, huh? Yep. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. He is a work in progress, a masterpiece to be made. Just like all you are. None of us are perfect. Now, please. I'm quite close. <laughs> you keep working on that recorder, V. I was going to say she looks at the recorder. <laughs> I think we all do. <laughs> uh, Basil's going to go into the portal. Okay. Yep. Yeah, you will step in. Guess we shall get the ro the show on the road. Let's step in the portal. Okay. Go to. As you all walk into the portal, vanishing one by one. Pluck once again with his hands behind his back. Takes a large breath in. And smiles. An interesting bunch. But I think they might be able to pull this off. He looks back down towards the teleportation circle. Well, on to Act Two. He turns away from the portal and begins to walking down the wooden pathway back towards the homestead. And that's where we're going to wrap up for the evening. No! We just started! We just got it going! <laughs> no! So, so basically the guy is going to stay in our house the whole time we're gone and he's not even yes. cooking. I know, right? <laughs> I mean, that's Basil wanted to do it. That was the that was the whole thing there. He was no Basil was, was pretty much. Uh, I am dag. I mean, if I remember correctly, you were very adamant on uh, being the <laughs> the, like, the chef. I feel like I feel like I said I suppose you I could practically and, forced and... that down our throats, Dag. I mean, there was no question there. God damn it! <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, you know exactly what your apron looks like. If that's not you that's being true. a chef, <laughs> it's true. I did come pre-aproned. It's true. Very true. Um, okay, before we go ahead and do our raffling for the evening, we'll give everybody a little bit more of a chance to go ahead and enter. If you've not already entered, go ahead and use exclamation roll into chat right now to be uh, put into the uh, into the uh, giveaway. Uh, of course, you do have to be following in order for yourself to win. But uh, that's it. You don't have to subscribe or anything like that. If you want to, go ahead. By, by all means, don't worry about it for the giveaway. Uh, 
with that said, I do want to address something that's been kind of left out. Uh, first and foremost, Nate, thank you so much for coming and playing with us today. Uh, we are going to... Rob, you can't win! Stop entering into these things. Rob! I didn't actually enter! You did! Oh, you did put a space. Back, that's Rob. fair. That's fair. Okay, I thought you actually entered. Jeez, <laughs> help, Rob. Um... <laughs> I would like first and foremost to uh, to welcome Nate to uh, to to the table for the next little while. Bobby is still around. He's still going to be hanging out with all of us, and we'll be returning back to the table. He's just doing some life stuff right now um, that uh, that he needs to focus on. So Nate has graciously come and uh, and decided to sit with us at the table for a little while. And so far, I have to say, Nate Scrump is a perfect addition mm -hmm. to all of Good. this. I'm glad you guys liked it. Like I, I mentioned to you quickly on the break there, and when I was sitting in the wings of, of the first of the episode was was very well done. <laughs> it was very emotional, and here I am sitting with little boy Scrump waiting to be like, "All right, man, you ready? <laughs> like, you ready to go stupid?" And it was just, it was a blast. I'm, I felt like I, I hope I kind of cleared some of the air for everyone, and then. Oh, yeah. You definitely Just did. That's what we needed. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. It was very was heavy, right. and I... it got very happy. <laughs> mm -hmm. And on a real, very real note, I'm, I'm happy to be here. I mean, I consider a lot of you guys my friends, and and Bobby, you know, it, it's it's to step up and, and to come in his spot. It's obviously big shoes. Chat kind of figured out that we're pretty interchangeable, at least appearance. If it makes it easier, I can turn the hat around, and then we can really just... I can't even oh, tell the difference anymore. God. Can't even tell. I'll get a robe. <laughs> well, th there was a casting call, and you, you were the closest, so... <laughs> They're like, well, we don't want to change a lot on the overlay art, so. <laughs> but no, guys, this is fun, and I'm looking forward to playing with y'all for a little bit. So this should be a lot of chaos. I'm excited to see, you know, even I don't even know what the hell Crump's gonna get up to, but we'll go from there. Oh yeah, that totally reminds me. So uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Scrump is going is an artificer, more specifically an alchemist. One yeah. of the traits of an alchemist is experimental elixirs. Now, I alluded to in Discord that there is going to be a new roll table that we're going to have to produce, very similar to the wild magic table. Now you know why. So this week, we are going to be working on a roll table for the most bizarre, random, and fun potions we can possibly think of. So make sure to come tune in. Uh, I think we're gonna. I'm going to be going live at about... Uh, either noon or one o'clock Eastern time on Sunday uh, to, to do cool. some, some good, good times with all of y'all. So don't want to miss that. Cool. Yeah. Uh, aside from that, I think that's all we have to say other than Deltry. Welcome in. Welcome to the Tripper family. And thank you so much for the prime. We know you only get one. So it means so much to all of us when, uh, when you use that. So thank you. Uh, but with that said, we are, Oh, and Rowdy for the hundred bits. Rowdy. Thank you so much. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, stop. Oh you're, you're banned now, Rowdy. It's more, more, you're, you're more than kind, my friend. Anyway, we are going stick. to go ahead and wrap up the entries for the evening. And with that said, can we get a drum roll, please? Oh, yeah. And the winner of today's giveaway, a fancy, fancy, uh, I believe it was a mug that we are going to be giving yes. away uh, for our to our new merch shop. The winner is none other than Senhaus. Congratulations, <laughs> Senhaus. You are the winner of the lovely, lovely merch. 
awesome. we'll go ahead and actually, if you could, uh, I think you're in, yeah, you're in our Discord. Reach out to Reina, and Reina will go ahead and uh, and put all of the things together for you uh, and, and make sure that we get that sent off to you. But congratulations my again, my friend. Hey, T-shirts uh, wear out. Mugs are forever. Just don't drop it. That is very true. That is very true. <laughs> and it's got all the characters' faces. It's probably the last character art you're actually going to be able to purchase of Grimoire. So there's there is that. <gasps> there is that. Wow. I, I would like to say um, to everybody, uh, please go check out our website. It's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Not just because I work on it, but because like it's just cool to have a place where all of our stuff is now. Um, and like I said, the merch is really awesome. You should have a look at it. Um, and we're tomorrow night. We're gonna go through the merch store and open all the uh, wish stuff. So. Oh, I'm gonna be we'll there for that the too. I am a hundred percent gonna be there for that. There is no way I'm not gonna be able to put try on my my D and D boxers on stream. It's gonna happen. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, and uh, just in we'll case anyone's curious, the merch store ships pretty much everywhere. I feel like I shouldn't say everywhere out loud uh, mm -hmm. because I'm sure there's some corner of the earth that may not reach, but for the most part, it goes everywhere. So it's great. Look, if it'll reach me, it'll hit pretty much everywhere. Yeah, it can reach Dag, so we're good. That was like the test. Can it? The it can actually get to Dag? <laughs> we'll find out. Yeah, That's it, it, yeah, we've already ordered it, and it's not coming till like I get back. So, hey, listen, it was like a two weeks delivery time from the states to Australia. That's pretty good for standard shipping. Things the viewers don't care about during our live show. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think and then brought it back with you. <laughs> oh, Legitimately, my disdain for everyone who complains about overnight shipping not happening. I'm like, huh. <laughs> also, uh, Akoraseb, thank you so much. Uh, Rowdy as well, and Akoraseb as well. Thank you so much, guys. There's a little bit of a hype train happening, which you don't really need to do, but thank you, thank you, thank you so very much. Everything that you give towards the uh, towards the the show goes directly back into the show to try and give the uh, to to increase our uh, our production value as much as humanly possible. So, thank you very much for all of that. Also, just a little bit of a side note. If there's three people in chat right now that are not currently following, please hit that follow button because we are three members away from hitting that 2300 mark. And it would mean the absolute ah. world to uh, to be able to do that on our day back. So, hey, if you're, if you're feeling a little nice and you want to hit the uh, follow button, that would be very helpful to us. Thanks, Papira Princess. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank that you very much. That was actually much. the artist for uh, for one of the channels we're part of over on the, on the Grouch Couch. Oh, cool. Oh, amazing. Oh, amazing. There's a lot of our overlays and art. That's so good. Amazing. Thanks for the follow. <laughs> Well, we almost made it. We almost made it. Thank you so much, Pepper <laughs> Princess. Very much. Just, oh my rowdy. God. Rowdy. Fucking rowdy. Rowdy. Damn, Rowdy. <laughs> Wow. Very, very much. I oh, don't think no there is a single tripper no out there that isn't subscribed to this channel oh, now. Uh, my oh, my dear God, Lord, uh, do should do I need to read all of these? There's, there's, you do. everybody yep. is here. That's everybody it. is here. You have to read all of them. 50, 50 subs. Wow. We're going to get people coming in again being like, what is this channel? <laughs> <laughs> Well, where am 
a level uh, nine hype train. Oh my god. Uh, a level nine. All right. I think. Wow. I think that deserves. I think that deserves the the triangle. Without question. Okay, hold on. Oh, I have a reindeer. Okay. I thought this was a oh, celebration. You, of course you do. Just take it off his velvet pillow. <laughs> Why do we get punished? I know, right? Oh my gosh. Rowdy, everyone. Seriously, thank you. And my favorite part is seeing new time, first time chatters coming in that are already subscribed. That is... <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what's this channel? Oh, wait. <laughs> Oh, oh amazing well guys thank you thank you thank you thank you so much um yeah i guess i guess the next time i'm gonna see you i gotta start building a house for everyone which i am totally uh -huh. okay with by the way it is uh going to be a great time uh and apparently uh bobby has also reached out to rowdy to say hey if you would like some artwork done specific to anything you would like uh reach out to bobby and he would be more than happy to produce for you which I think is a, a wonderful thing. Thank you, Bobby. I can attest he did great work. I mean, look at my my character tonight. It's uh, very well done. Scrumptious. Yes, uh, fun, so adorable. Fun fact, the name even comes from Bobby because we were joking around about names and he just said the word scrump and I was immediately I was like, that's it. Amazing. We kind of miss him, yeah. Kind uh, of. So, with that said, uh, is there anything else that we want to chat about or go over? Is there anything missing? Again, first time chatter coming in. Thanks, Rowdy. Like, <laughs> for anyone new coming in that just got subbed due to Rowdy, uh, we are two followers away from 2300. It would mean yeah. the world if we, we, we just got back today. If, uh, if you're not already following, it would mean the world if, uh, if you could hit that follow button for us. Um, uh, Rowdy demands it for the most part. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's why he did that. He was like, "Let's just sub everyone on the internet, and maybe yeah, right. some people will come in and follow." Yeah, I'm pretty sure my grandparents at this point in time have a sub to Careful Cantrip thanks to Rowdy. <laughs> oh, thanks, Rowdy! It's Fox. Oh my gosh, one more! One more. Can we plug it for one more? Can we keep it going for one more? We'll see. Uh, yeah, I have something to say. Look at our new business company. <laughs> no, don't. That's really that's going to make people unfollow. We're going to come in here thinking it's some like marketing channel. <laughs> <laughs> these um, are for these are for Gen Con. Uh, someone actually was asking about that um, during our uh, live show. Um, during our live show, like it's still happening when we were in the middle of our session. And yes, Dag, myself, and DM Dave are going to Gen Con in August. And it's going to be super awesome. So if you're there, we have a few panels and live shows. Don't know if I should announce them yet. Things are happening. And if you find us, I'll give you one of these. <laughs> <laughs> what we'll yeah. probably end up doing is we'll we'll create a channel specific in our Discord for uh, for Gen Con. If you're there, uh, let us know. Hit us up down in the Discord. Uh, and we'll tell you where we're at at that point in time, whether it be uh, if we're at one of our panels or doing one of our live shows or whatever the case is, uh, we'll we'll find a way to connect with you guys. No worries there. Uh, look forward to the pre-announcement. Yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. Sure. <laughs> All right. With that said, I, I think we are going to wait. There was I think there was one other thing that I wanted to say. <laughs> Jesus Christ, the people watching this on YouTube. <laughs> 
are like, what the, what the hell is happening at the end of this episode? It never We're ends. We're checking the timestamp to see when the video ends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Rowdy, thank you for the sub to Elvia. I don't know how she got missed, but uh, but oh but that's a thing that absolutely happened. Um, what was the other thing I wanted to say before we left off? You like the D&D movie? Oh, right. I remember. My apologies. Oh, was that it? To all the adventurers out there, <laughs> whether returning home after a large adventure and journey, or meeting a new companion who could potentially change you into a blueberry muffin, I beg of you all one word of caution. Be careful out there. You can trip. Guys, we will see all of your lovely faces uh, tomorrow, I guess, is going to be the next time yeah. where we see your mm -hmm. lovely faces, uh, where we do our unboxing event, which I am very, very excited about, to say the least. But until that time, have a wonderful evening, and we'll see you all real soon. Love your faces. Bye. 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 Bye.